From the Sun Prairie Media Center in the Sun Prairie Area School District, you're in homeroom with Brad Sarin. Good morning, Todd. Hi, Brad. That's Brad Sarin. He's the superintendent of the Sun Prairie Area School District. My name is Todd Molesky. We're back for episode two of season eight. Season eight, episode two. Which we have to imagine will be an award-winning this this season. This episode right like now. It. we got a great guest. That's why. I feel like it. It's, it's going to happen for us again. We were an award-winning podcast slash broadcast i think i think and every I, I time like he's continues. got the characteristics of being award-winning we just haven't submitted the application that's oh. what we really need to do yeah we should probably work on that mm-hmm. then next time <laughs> good, good point I'll, I'll i'll keep that in mind for for uh when when that comes but but we're getting off topic already as, as we tend to do here early in, in homeroom broadcasts um we have a great guest, as, as you mentioned today. We're talking Mr. About C. Mr. C, Craig Cothart. Thank you, Craig, for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for it's having me. See Appreciate you. it. Um, m- multiple hats you wear here. Uh, w- one principal at East Side, so awesome job Correct, to have. Yes. I, a lot, lot of fun there. I yes, imagine. it is. I enjoy um, it a lot. But we're here to talk today mostly. We'll, we'll get into some East Side stuff, I'm sure, uh, at some point. Mostly here to talk about your role with the Business and Education Partnership here in Sun Prairie with the school district. I wonder if you can tell us a little bit of what that is. Uh, first of all, just you know the, the 30,000 foot view of that. Um, sure, and, and we'll get into some more uh, details about it here. Yeah, the business ed partnership has been around for 30-ish years. Um, the main goal, 30,000 foot view, is to get business people into our schools. So students get an understanding of what to expect when they get into the business world. So it benefits the business folks that way. Mm-hmm. And then it benefits the students by seeing people outside of the school and what is able and what they can do and how they can then things they could do potentially after high school. So you're real talk, we're talking about a real partnership here. It, Correct. Where it benefits yes. both sides. There. Oh, we have hundreds of business volunteers that help in the school district and this is something that's been going on for a long time yeah since 1989 i just looked it up oh yeah i I knew it was around (laughs) 30-ish years so what Mm -hmm. would that be 34 maybe yeah and i I think people don't realize how long we've had this partnership and commitment from our you know you know Mm -hmm. people that are in business across the sun prairie area school district like the attendance boundaries and the amount of involvement that we have and the opportunities for people to get involved it really is something that we need to talk about and showcase more so thanks for being here yeah Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So let's get into that a little bit. What kind of things would people see from this, from the partnership? I mean, it, it right. seems like it could go in any number of different directions. You're talking about students and, and, and businesses uh, being uh, engaged with each other. How, how do we see it work? Well, a brand new program that we started this year that we're very proud of is called Adopt-A-Class. So it's fun. <laughs> and yes, Dr. Saren is also one of the, <laughs> the volunteers for Adopt-A-Class. It's a fourth and seventh grade program that ties the Wisconsin workforce standards with our social emotional learning standards. So the uh, business partnership, business person will come into the classroom four times a year for 30 minutes and and actually co-teach with a fourth grade teacher or a seventh grade teacher, but don't get too nervous business folks. The teacher will take (laughs) the lead, don't worry. You're not actually doing the the, the blackboard. There's no lesson plans that have to be approved. You're not gonna get evaluated. Correct, (laughs) we actually give the business person the script of what they will do. So for instance, actually next week is the first one Mm -hmm. that they'll come in and like they'll 
basically just talk about who they are. And at the fourth grade level, it's about goals. So from the school point of view, we work with students on how to set goals and how that can help them achieve things. We'll ask the business person to talk about how they set goals within their business, have their employees set goals within their business, and how it then benefits and leads towards a successful business. So it's it's natural things mm-hmm. for the business folks to talk about. We don't want to bring them into the classroom and you know freak them out or anything right. like that. So it's natural things that they would talk about. So what do what do you hope both sides get out of that? Obviously, there's there's you know uh, exposure to to what you know what it's mm-hmm. like to be in business to what it's like to to you know have career and, and those kind of opportunities for the kids right. for the businesses what i guess just maybe share what what those kind of goals are to uh you know to at mm-hmm. the end this to what you hope people get out of it the main reason business folks are involved one is to volunteer yeah but I, in the end it will help them get more prepared employees to do with the work that they need to do to understand. So, I mean, Dr. Saren's part of the Reading Buddies program, which is where business people come in and read to first graders. Mm-hmm. So we literally start at first grade. Yeah. We're adding fourth and seventh this year. We had a program pre-COVID for fourth grade, and then COVID kind of put a halt on all the businesses right. coming in, and this is like a reboot in a new program mm-hmm. for fourth and seventh. But then high school has multiple programs as well. So the business folks ha- are able to expose themselves to basically first through 12th. Yeah. And then in the end, hopefully the, um, the students would come out with a better understanding of what businesses are like, what kind of businesses are even available mm-hmm. to work at in some prairie. So business folks look at it as one, a way to give back. Yeah. And then two, a way to have employees prepared to come work for them. Yeah. And this is uh, something, Brad, I I wonder if you want to touch on this. It it sounds like it's touching all levels of, of, of schools here. I mean, obviously you're in elementary schools, middle schools. I mean, we've talked about in the past, the partnerships that, that happen between businesses and, and, and high school kids, you know, construction and things, things like that. This, this really just seems like part of the. The, the connection to the world that happens within the district. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's important for us to be able to have some sort of mechanism to connect with our business community and into an ongoing way, just not at the end when we, you know, would like to set up a youth apprenticeship mm-hmm. or something like that, but to really have that ongoing uh, connection with our business community throughout the, like, sort of as the cohorts move through the system in that way. And so it's really important. And Many other school districts are just beginning to develop this sort of formal partnership. And yes, they might have a youth apprenticeship or some sort of work-linked experiences connected to the high school. But to have a connection with our business community from elementary through middle school and through high school, it's just something we're really proud of. And we're also really, uh, you know, we have a lot of appreciation for the commitment. And like Craig was saying, too, the amount of volunteers that we have come out from our business community is really, truly, it's it's extraordinary the amount of uh, volunteering and time and care for our kids um, and to allow them to have a glimpse into what a typical day for our system looks like is just it's it's uh, an outstanding program I wonder if you both want to talk about this this point is that um, it, it to me it feels like the the community is stronger when everyone in the community knows what's happening within the school district where, where your tax dollars are going what what kind of programs those are funding and, and things that are being done in the district, even if you don't have kids in the district, you have a stake in that. And, and because 
when kids come out of the schools, they're part of the community. They, they're part of that fabric. And I, I, I feel like this maybe helps build some of those connections and build, uh, you know, just some more understanding of, of what's happening in the schools. And, you know, so, some of the things we try to do here with, with this broadcast, mm-hmm. it, you know, is just shine a light on what, what's happening. Uh, and it feels like this is another way to do that and, and reach out to the business community to help do that. Yeah, the, the business community, the ones that I'm familiar with who come to Eastside mm-hmm. to volunteer, like the program was called Grit pre-COVID. And th- they love seeing how excited the students are walking around the building when we had time to see what actually happens mm-hmm. in a school. Um, because if you're not someone who regularly comes to a school, you really don't know what it's like right. on a daily basis. So it helped the business folks understand what happens in school but it also helps the students who are sitting there listening to business folks talk about what it's like to to own a business, for mm. instance, um, to have to talk to employees when things might not be going so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sometimes happens with students when right. things aren't going so well. So for them to see that it, it's school is a part of our community. And it... Uh, I, I wonder if you can tell me the uh, you know some of some of the examples of we've talked about there's a reading buddy program and, mm-hmm. and and we can get into some of these a little bit more but how how do people get uh, involved in this if if they're they're looking to do that is there a recruiting pitch here how do you yeah. so <laughs> how we, do you make yes, that happen the business ed partnership has a marketing department okay <laughs> so the marketing committee puts together a flyer we put together membership information we yeah. send that out to all the businesses. Um, we work with the chamber in town. They've been great partners throughout mm-hmm. this entire process to Correct. get the word out and to be really welcoming and inviting. Yeah. Uh, so how does that, you mentioned this is kind of growing into seventh grade this school year? Correct. So Adopt-A-Class is actually in fourth and seventh. Okay. It's the same type of program where the we looked at the Wisconsin standards at fourth and seventh for employability mm. from the business side and looked at our social emotional learning standards at fourth and seventh grade, figured out where they worked together. Like there's a goal setting standard. Mm-hmm. Obviously businesses mm-hmm. are gonna wanna set goals. So that was an, uh, an easy one. Um, kindness at the elementary school is related to the standards in both. Right. So really we had a group of um, educators with business folks that were on the small committee of the business ed partnership to develop the adopted class program okay. and created the four lessons at each level. So there's four lessons at fourth grade and four lessons at seventh grade. Yeah. And who's one of the things that is in our, our vision and mission is relevance. And mm-hmm. so this whole program is really tied to the core of what the Sun Prairie Area School District is, not only in terms of partnering with and serving our community and trying to carry out community expectations, but also the relevance in it. And so we also, on an ongoing way, try to figure out ways to have like two-way communication. So it's not just a one-way communication like this. This is a podcast, radio program. It's one-way communication. But how can we really arm-in-arm work with our business community, the people that pay taxes in the Sun Prairie School District, to try to figure out how we can improve in a way that meets their expectations? And this is just a, a really good example of that. I wonder if you can uh, get into who kind of is steering the business and education partnership. Is there a group that's kind of you know responsible for uh, you know kind of making sure this is or, you know expanding and, and going into different things? Who who's involved with that? So we have a business ed partnership board okay. and twenty five to thirty ish um, business folks and educators okay. meet once a month. 
and I'm actually the president of the business mm -hmm. and partnership this year. And then a business person would be the vice president. And then the following year, we can keep rotating. Yeah. So there's always a school person and a business person in one of those two roles. Right. So we meet once a month and we have um, agenda items to talk about the programs, talk about marketing and getting volunteers. So the Adopt-A-Class was actually a subcommittee of our regular board group okay. and then we invited some educators to come help us with that as well so there's a committee that meets once a month so if an, if a business adopts a class say i own a business x <laughs> i want to adopt the class at east side let's mm -hmm. say uh, what happens and how uh, like what would that look like so you would come in once a month or once a quarter okay. essentially once a quarter um, four times a year for 30 minutes for one class period and you would work with the teacher who would be the lead Sure. Um, right. But and then there would be a script for you, so you would know, like kind of like a lesson plan, but you don't have to create the lesson plan. We already did that for you. Mm -hmm. So we, we want to make sure that business folks don't come in too nervous. Some do still, but sure, um, many don't because they get used to it and mm -hmm. they know there's a teacher in there with them. Get and you're basically, kids. yeah, you're basically going to lead, be part of a lesson hmm. with students for our program. There's the high school programs. Um, there's a reality rocks, which with, is amazing. <laughs> if and if 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 you have if you're in business and have not been a part of that program, you really should reach out to the business education partnership to be a part of that. It's just unbelievable. Okay, tell I, I need to know <laughs> yeah, more that's about a this segue now. right there. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. we brought this up. I need to know, know a little more if you've talked about this. That much. So the econ classes at the high schools, the students basically go through what it would be like to be out on their own. So mm. they they get a salary. They get a certain amount of money that they're going to make, you know, on a paycheck. They have to, you know, figure out daycare. They, if they have kids, they have to figure out if they're going to get married. They have to get a job. They have to car insurance. pay car insurance. Mm -hmm. They basically are running through what it would be like to be out on their own. And manage your, their own personal budget. Right. Credit cards and all, bank statements, everything. Right. And then we also have a police officer walking around. <clears throat> and so that as, as our students are going from station to station, just to try to figure out like what things cost and how it works into their personal budget and whether they have to get a second job or anything like that. Right. Then a police officer is walking around and saying, oh, you, you maybe just got a ticket because you were speeding. Here's a $100, $150 right. ticket. Right? Reality slash. Yes, right? Yeah, exactly, right. right in the middle of it. So it, it really is a, a mm -hmm. cool program. Um, it, it, it really seems like something that can touch on, you know, no matter what students are looking to do after school, right. I mean, that doesn't matter to this, right? This this can connect with whether you're going to college, whether you're going to career, whether it, 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 anything, correct? Correct, yes. It, it's basically you, you've graduated or not, maybe you haven't quite graduated yet and you're out on your own and how are you going to handle it with this amount of money? And then it's very surprising for a lot of students yeah. to realize how much, you know, paying one bill. I've worked the table, yeah, for the last correct. eight years, and it really is interesting to watch kids just reconcile what they think the future is going to be like <laughs> versus what the actual numbers on their, you know, on their ledger says in terms of just like how much they have to afford a cell phone, how much they have to be able to like upgrade the type of car that they'd like mm -hmm. to have. So it, it is all, it's all really a, uh, it's a, a wake up call or like the title, it's a check on their reality, reality. perspective of reality. This is what your kids have been paying all mm -hmm. the, your parents <laughs> have been paying all these uh, years, kids. Yeah, right. You're listening to Homeroom coming to you from the 103.5 The Sun Studios underwritten by the Bank of Sun Prairie. Brad Saren is here as always. I'm Todd Molesky. Our guest today is Craig Kothart. He's the uh, 
president of the Business and Education Partnership, also the principal of Eastside, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, just another uh, quick question about, you know, this Reading Buddy program. Brad has been part of it. Uh, and so maybe you can both talk about this. How uh, I, I can I can imagine the kind of, uh, you know, fun that is to, to get in there and, and, and just have an interaction with with kids and, and do that. Uh, tell me a little bit about what that's like. So it's with all first grades in some prairie, and we try to get, uh, we do get a business person who will come in um, once a month to read a book to the classroom, and then the students get to take that, a copy of that book home. So it helps um, give students basically nine books a year because yeah. it's once a month, mm-hmm. and then the business person gives up time um, to come in and read to the classroom. And actually, Brad comes to Eastside. I, I do. I had Jill Rogenbauer for the last uh, eight years. And now I'll, she retired. So yes, I'll be, she did. I'll be switching it up. Um, one of the most, I think, uh, neat things about the program is that, you know, of course, you'll see someone in, in first grade. You'll read to them and build, help them build their own, you know, home library, which is super cool as the kids get uh, a book to bring home with them that you just read as read as a, uh, as a you know, a, a volunteer but then a couple of years later, you might end up seeing that first grader that now is a sixth grader yeah. mm-hmm. at, you know, the East-West game. And they look at you and they sort of like <laughs> wave a little bit like, I remember you. And you came in right. for an entire year every month to, to read. And those are the coolest parts. Is to, I think the coolest part is to, is to get to know the kids when you're reading in the classroom, get to know those teachers, and just get to see a glimpse in the life of a classroom in Sun Prairie mm-hmm. um, as a part of this partnership. And so, yes, it's a great partnership between the school district and our businesses across the school um, across the school district. But the coolest part is getting to know the kids and the teachers. And I, I don't think we say it enough. I don't think anyone can say it enough that how important it is to get books in. Yes, homes yes. with kids to especially at those young reading ages mm-hmm. to make okay. sure they have that access at home i think completely sta- stats have shown that that mm-hmm. makes such a difference in in literacy go- going forward into upper grades and so. to have our business partners value that too i yeah. think is also mm-hmm. really neat yes it's, yeah. it's a it's a very cool program to then talk to the business people after they've been in a first grade classroom mm-hmm. so what's what's on uh the, the docket for the future. What would you like to see this this expand to? This maybe pivot to? I mean, we know that the world change. You know, the right. education world, business world, everything changes. So, uh, how do you keep kind of this this moving in the direction you want it to, and with the group of kind of the steering group that uh, that that guides it? Well, that's actually why I'm here yeah. to kind of help promote the business head partnership, and and we're we're looking we're always looking for volunteers Mm -hmm. so the more ways we can reach out to the business folks and let them know of the programs um the the adopt a class at both fourth and seventh was a very big undertaking Mm -hmm. and i'm really looking forward to next week when i'll go into the fourth grade room when when the folks are there and see how that goes Um, and we're always looking for new ideas um you know there's the staples like reality rocks and um at the high school they also do um helping kids interview Mock interviews. Yeah, is that's a, big a great one. program. Yeah. Um, working Wednesdays, where people, business folks can come in like during lunch, mm-hmm. and then kids could walk up to them and just ask them about their business. Um, but those are things that we've been doing, and we would love for some new folks to to give us some different ideas. Um, but a lot of it is growing the volunteers, yeah. not yeah. necessarily having to come growing the partners to our meeting once a month, but growing the partnerships and. You know, we needed, I think it was 60 to 70 volunteers just for adopt a class. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, so there's a website for correct. Uh, we're we're working on to. it. It's being updated. Okay, <laughs> but uh, if if people are interested, they can go to that. And there's a contact page. Correct. correct. Where uh, that and that website is. I thought I had it written down. But I don't. I think it's some. It's you can search. Well, if you go to Google. the district website, okay. then you can also find the business ed partnership link or. Or sur- search for yep. yeah. Correct. If you search for Sun Prairie Business Education Partnership, it's sunprairiebep.com is the is the actual URL. Great. Um, all right, so let's talk about Eastside. What's sure. good, what's good at Eastside right now? And you've got ten minutes here, so you oh, can, I do. If you want, <laughs> I, I feel like you could use a lot of it, but right. don't you don't need to use all that. We got other questions, but tell us what what's great going on at Eastside right now. Well, there's lots of things. Um, right now, we actually have a muralist back at Sun Prairie, so uh, back at Eastside, um, he was. Pre-COVID, he came and did a huge mural in our vestibule. It's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, absolutely it's, beautiful. It's awesome. Well, he's actually doing one on one of the walls in our cafeteria right now, which is bigger than the one that's in the vestibule. Wow. And so during art class, our teacher goes into the cafeteria, and he'll literally stop and talk to every art class that we have. So he'll, 18 times, hmm. he'll stop during this week and talk to them about the process. And it's amazing how much he gets done in just a short amount of time yeah. um and the kids just and the cool thing is that's it's in the cafeteria so they're literally getting to watch him during lunch mm-hmm. so you know it's the lunchroom's actually a little quieter right now because <laughs> <laughs> they're watching him do the mural yeah um so that that's a really cool thing that's happening at east side the, the students love seeing that uh, the community i mean it, the one in the vestibules you have to walk by it you know, mm-hmm. you'll have to walk in the cafeteria to see this one for the community. Yeah. But people outside the teacher folk at school have made lots of comments about that mural. So, yeah. Craig, how many years have you been at Eastside? So this is my 17th year. Yeah, 17th year as, you as had, the had, principal at yeah. Eastside. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you've, you've, you've been here throughout all of the changes in Sun Prairie. Talk a little bit about your perspective just as far as, like, how the school district has changed over the years. Well, and actually I was at Prairie View as the assistant principal for four years before that. So this is what my 21st mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. We, when I started, there were five elementary schools. Mm. <laughs> now there's nine. Yeah. Um, there was one high school. Now there's two, mm-hmm. you know, three middle schools now. So the community has definitely grown, which, and it actually changed Eastside. Okay. Um, I mean, we, when the boundaries changed, we lost about 90 students mm. just with the way the boundaries, the most recent boundary. Yeah. Change, the yeah. most recent yeah. boundary change, um, when the two new elementary schools opened, um, we, we literally had two years where fifth grade wasn't even in Eastside. We didn't yeah, that was room. a fun project. <laughs> they, they went, our fifth grade went to Patrick Marsh okay. for two years. Yeah. Just a background, before we brought on Token Springs and Meadowview, we were so packed at our elementary schools that we had to take fifth grades at our two uh, elementary schools that were the most crowded, which was Eastside and Horizon, and moved them to the middle schools because there was honestly a little bit of room at the middle schools. So mm-hmm. we moved the fifth grade at Eastside to Patrick Marsh and then the fifth grade at Horizon over to Prairie right. View. And that sort of normalized the population for a couple of years while we could pass a referendum and then construct Meadowview and Token Springs. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we went on to the elementary boundary change, which, right. you know, it moved a, a ton of kids. But it does change the experience for those fifth graders when they're moving into a different building, bumping up a yes. year early <laughs> compared to some of the others. Yeah, correct. Yeah, the at Eastside, I mean, lots of schools. We have excellent family support. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we need volunteers for parent nights that are run by our SCO, we have lots of volunteers. So that's a great thing that it's always been a part of Eastside since I've been there. Is if if we need somebody to help out with bingo night, for mm-hmm. instance, there's always families that are willing to volunteer 
about how many students are at uh, Eastside? There's about 415. Um, the year, we, the years we were talking yeah. about, there were over 560. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we're pushing 600 <laughs> kids at an elementary school. That's yeah. that's a, a lot yeah, of kids. But yeah, now we're now we're about 415. Even at that number, that's still a big community. Where, Correct. Um, I, 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 how do you keep? keep everyone kind of knowing each other because that's one of the things i remember about high school is that everyone seemed to know at least know of each other and kind of know Mm -hmm. what was going on in the building when you get to that level it it can get a little tougher how do you how do you try and keep that community uh, of east side as as together as it can be well post-covid it was great to bring assemblies back yeah Mm -hmm. so we actually just had a dancing drum assembly Mm. which was very cool to get all the kids we did it k235 um, but to get all the kids. Thanks for the invitation for that, Craig. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you could have given me a heads up. I, I could have. My bad. <laughs> um, but, but they were at all nine schools, so actually gotcha. nine all schools right. didn't invite <laughs> all you. Nine. Hmm, all nine. I wonder them. what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad dancer. That's everyone gets means. a little more nervous when the, <laughs> the superintendent shows up, right? Right. So I think um, doing things as a community like assemblies, um, we have our fun run coming up. October 13th and that also brings um, a lot of the family mm-hmm. into um, well they don't necessarily go into school because the fun runs outside but gets them involved as well um, we have the watchdog program mm-hmm. at Eastside which is something I'm really proud of um, it stands for dads of great students um, but it really can be any male figure that's in a student's life and we literally we actually just had our, our pizza sign up watchdog night um, last week and we'll start um, Monday the third, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll have a, a dad in the building every day the rest of the school year. That's cool. And they literally spend all day. And I know which dad's coming the next day because when the student sees me, there's my dad's coming tomorrow, yeah. my grandpa's <laughs> coming <laughs> tomorrow, my yeah. uncle's coming tomorrow. So that's a program that I'm I'm really happy that we started at Eastside. I've yeah. done that a couple of times at schools where they were struggling to you know find a male figure, and mm-hmm. I you know I went over, and it really is it's just an unbelievable day, mm-hmm. where you can you know you're on the playground supervising kids playing basketball, yep. and then the next minute you're you know right in the cafeteria helping kids open open milk <laughs> you know cartons, and then the yep. next minute you're you know in the hallways trying to make sure that the kids are getting to their you know elective class or whatever it is. So it's a yep. great program. Yeah. We have a sch- a different schedule every day. So so the, mm-hmm. they go into their own child's classroom to start the day and end the day. Mm. But during the day, they go into random classrooms okay. as well. And then do, like Brad said, do lunch, do recess. Mm-hmm. And every dad, every dad is tired at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> you got a lot of kids pulling on you uh-huh. <laughs> when you're yes. this. Just the pace, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we keep them moving. Can you get into maybe, we'll, we'll wrap this up in a minute, but can you get into why it's important at the elementary level to have that parental involvement and, and why you work mm-hmm. so hard at, at getting it and, you know, those kind of programs right. and, and making sure um, there's that, that, that buy-in from, from families. Right. The, it's for the students. Yeah. So when the students see adults from outside the school, parents, family members, business folks come into the building, it just adds to that level of importance for them that they see uh, I'm not just at school. There's things that go on at school that inv- that other people come to. Um, and when we have, like, our SEO runs a family night, like, we literally, for instance, have a bingo night. We have to put every single lunch table out mm. in the cafeteria. And then there still isn't room sometimes. Mm-hmm. So students see that their, their families understand how important school is, and it helps students then realize how important school is. So right. we want to get families involved. 
the watchdog program was basically started because typically the moms, females involved, are the ones that would volunteer at school. Sure. So that's where, why the watchdog program was started by two dads in Georgia a long time ago. Yeah. Was to get males into the building. Well, I'm glad to see it's working, and I'm glad yeah. to you know that that people value that and and mm-hmm. understand that there's there's importance to that. So, well, I think we got to wrap it up here, but this has been this has been great. I I, I, I think this is an award winning episode. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but you guys have to apply for the award. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, True. okay, we'll work on that. But uh, let's uh, give that that website again is sunpraybep.com. If com. you can, mm-hmm. if you're a member of the business community, can help out. Uh, being a part of uh, of what sounds like a great program. And if yeah. you're having trouble with the internet, you can always email me or Craig, and we'd be happy to uh, connect the dots for any member of the business community that wants to be a part of this, or if you're a, just you know, a member of the community that wants to volunteer as a part of it, yeah. you'd be invited to do that too. Craig Cothard, thank you very much thank for, you for, for having joining me. us. Appreciate and, it. Uh, it's uh, great to meet you, and, and, and best of luck with everything going forward. Thank you very much. Thanks, Appreciate Brad. the time. Brad Saren, thanks as always. We'll see you next time. I'm Todd Molesky. Thanks for joining us. For Homeroom with Brad Serrett from the Sun Prairie Media Center and the Sun Prairie Area School District. Yeah, it's all right,